Hi and welcome to Fresh Media Presents Podcast, your food to Christian and Paris. We are the host as always. This is episode four. Um, so this is Quarantine Vibes. Uh, we are joined with a special guest with us. His name's Ade. Welcome. Our oh, pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me. No worries, no worries. So Ade, just tell the people what you do and, you know, a bit about yourself and stuff. Uh, my name's Ade Sanusi. Um, I run a platform called Art Meets Culture, um, looking at emerging artists from Instagram, uh, showcasing them through art events, podcasts, and also I do social media management on the side as well. So what inspired you to start Art Meets Culture? Um, what inspired me was just the love of art. Um, I was never a drawer in school. I failed art, funny enough. Um, but I was always fascinated by the ideas that people put on paper. Um, same way with music, you're inspired by the words of how people cultivate certain tones, lyrics together. Um, I was always fascinated by imagery and the artists that um, I saw, like your Basquiat's, um, Andy Warhol. Um, those two artists were... Um, you know, significant in my life in terms of visuals. And then lucky enough, you know, we had um, Instagram pop up and I was just mm-hmm. engulfed with so many artists around the world showcasing their art. And that's how I wanted to connect everybody through an event. So do you promote up and coming artists or are these artists established already? Um, well, from the beginning, it was strictly um, up and coming artists. Um, but as years rolled by, these artists started to become more established. So it's a mixture of both. Yeah. So what, are you into music as well? Do you produce or do you make your own music? Oh, no, no, never produced, never made music. I always tease people that I would make an album one day for jokes. Um, But I was predominantly working in the music industry. So I was working at Universal um, 10 years ago um, as an intern. And then I was working with the likes of, you know, Cheryl Cole, The Saturdays, uh, Jonas Brothers, and then I progressed on working for an independent label called Myish Music, working with Chaka Deneo, uh, Incisive, signed up my first producer there. So uh, my music background is more like label management and management. Oh, so do you have your own label right now? Or No, but there is plans to have one um, in the future, definitely. A lot of politics with labels, isn't it, nowadays? Yeah. Especially here on social media, people are having issues with the labels mm-hmm. on like certain deals and stuff like that um before back in the day people didn't really know but it's like more people are getting aware of like artists especially are getting more aware of like what type of deal they're not supposed to sign yeah and the whole like, 60s and owning your masters and stuff um why do you think that's so much an issue now why do you think um labels want all that um i think well not what i think what is happening is the labels have been built on an old model and they haven't adapted just yet um, a lot of the contracts are old contracts where labels want everything from you because they know that they're not going to make money through selling CDs or anymore. You know, the, even people are making money independently through streams and they want a piece of that. So the reason why artists are now fighting the labels more often or not is because artists now know I can do this independently. I just have to be a little bit patient and I can make a lot more money from it but the labels are just taking chunks of their money or prioritizing artists who are making more money based on social mm-hmm. media following and everything like that. So I think it's just um, the uh, artists are now awakening themselves to what independence could be rather than needing a major label. Makes sense. And just for the listeners, what does labels actually do for the artists? What's their, what's their 
essentially just a bank. Um, they help fund your project and amplify it for you. And then in the end, you have to pay all that money back um, through um, your sales, through your merch, through your tours. Um, they do have like massive connections with songwriters, videographers, um, studios around the world, but nine times a day, you can do all this stuff yourself. Do you know what I mean? Instagram and all these social media platforms have made that strictly easy for everyone. So um, labels do all of what I just spoke about, but we can do that ourselves as well. That's the thing, yeah, it's true. So is that why if you don't, so if your album or your single does really bad, is that why you get dropped? Yeah, nine times a day, you get dropped because it's just like, we invested in you and you them, you didn't make any money for us. So either you're going to go back to the drawing board and figure out if you're going to make a hit or not, but we'll just shelve you until you're ready. So it's just it's just like labels will sign a bunch of artists and hedge their bets. Whoever makes the most money will keep them. We keep pushing them and the rest we can just leave behind. Mm. So basically, when, when people look for artists, is it also based about, it's not also about talent and skills, it's just about numbers, I suppose, because there's this term called industry plant. Yeah. Where... I don't know what it means per se, but it's like the labels kind of just, if you can just explain it better. Yeah, so um, industry plant, from what I know, are artists who have been signed early, but they've been made to look out like they're independent. So they'll fund their videos. They'll say, look, you can come to the label, use all our facilities, but we want you to go out there and pretend you're not signed. You know what I mean? Tell us, fuck you. Can I swear on this podcast as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, us, tell us fuck you if you need to be like screw the labels you know what i mean and we'll we'll work out a deal and and so they'll they some of these some artists i don't know who um um they've been signed um quite early and just positioned themselves as independents so those are the type of um you know industry plants that are out there so we are independent filmmakers and yeah. we love that because we get to put things out on our own terms everything so would you as a music let's say expert would you kind of recommend people be independent or sign to a label what would you what would you advise um i i would advise is be as independent as possible um because yeah we want to cross the line and you know be with a major or be with a major production company in the future and that is amazing and all but i think people should be independent as possible collect all their data so like you guys you know independent filmmakers you lot can put a film out on youtube or yeah. even make it a private link to somewhere else where people can pay you five pound just to watch that and you've got their email data you've made some money and then you take them over to the next one which is the sequel so you can essentially build up a whole production um situation for yourself um you know many youtubers are all independents um, right now um, they're not connected to any like large production companies it's all them they source out their cast their production everything like that and it's very cheap to um, rent these things on uh, what's that um, Fat Llama yeah you know, rent cameras off of Fat Llama like budgets are small budgets are smaller for high-end equipment now so um you know i reckon everybody should be independent f- until they know their full power so when a major entity comes involved your your negotiation power is more stronger than anything you don't come across desperate you can tell them look we can do something together but you've got to come with something that i can't do do you know what i mean so you want to get to that stage yeah i mean the thing is because think about it if you're independent especially as a musician everything does seem attainable seems easier you know the studio time everything the only thing i would say might come across expensive yeah is like when you're shooting like a music video that's like proper 
Oh, nice. for sure. Industry standard and also like when it, I don't know how it works, especially with touring. How would it work with touring if you're independent? Do you have to fund everything yourself? Um, touring wise. <sighs> I mean, obviously, people would think touring, I want to do big arenas or anything like that. But you can end up just doing a tour. Um, like, I live in East London. I always tell my friends, like, look, we live in East London. Dawson's has, like, how many bars? We count the bars. We then say, how many people can it fit in? We'll count how many people can fit in. And I say, look, we'll pick these five bars up and down from Shoreditch to Dawson. And we say, we'll, we'll tour these bars in that whole row and say, we're going to be here, here, and here on this day. And then each... Bar will have a different act, so you're connecting with other people's fan bases at the same time. So you can end up cultivating uh, like a, a shortage to Dawson tour in itself. Do you know what I mean? And nine times out of ten, all these bars are going to ask is for either a percentage out of your tickets or some of the bar spend. So you realize that you can do this whole tour thing and advertise it as a tour, and people will be more enticed to come. Mm. Mm, that makes sense. So you got an art meet art meets um culture, culture podcast. Yeah. What but what made you want to create a podcast and what is it about for those that don't know? Um so the podcast is about me talking with artists on Instagram. Um as we know that when we go to art galleries, we never know who these artists are, um, unless we're doing the deep dive on the internet and to find out who George Kondo is or anybody of the above. Um, but a lot of these artists I've worked with for the past five years in art events. And I said, look, I know you personally. I want the world to know you, who you are. Um, let's talk about your story, why you got involved in art and help educate um, new listeners um, into the art game. Because right now it looks like art is very unattainable to people when they see it. They think it's six figures. But we want to show them that you know, you can afford small pieces you can relate to these artists who are painting. They they come from the same same areas as you, from your Hackneys to Wimbledon's and everything like that. And they've got a story too. And a lot of their pieces have strong meaning um, to their lives. And when you invest in something like that, eventually that's going to be something that's going to be worth um, tons of money in the future and have impact for their lives and your lives. Yeah, I see it there. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I would say, like, especially Hackney and Brixton, those are like kind of artsy creative. Yeah. Creative. loads of studios and a load of like street art as well yeah, yeah definitely i would say would you ever um build your own studio or have a studio on your own album? oh for sure listen i've got major plans <laughs> um I, it was supposed to be all 2020 plans but um you know lo and behold, oh. corona decided to creep in and you said have you been coping with the coronavirus and that um oh. i mean pretty chill you know i've made my home my studio essentially um so that's how I've been doing the podcast. I've just been DMing, calling up, um, you know, managed to have a load of interviews with um, artists around London and the UK. Uh, now in Chicago, I've had two in Chicago, one in Lagos and one in Canada. So it's been fun. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Obviously, yeah. That's all right, man. I said, geez, that's calm. Yeah, no, thank you. It's, it's just been, um, it's been interesting because, it's funny how a situation like this just kind of just puts the fire in your stomach to just get things done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can see the one ways for no one. So I made sure that, you know, I pushed enough episodes out before, you know, we push back into uh, some normal normal life and things that's going to be happening very soon. Exactly. That's what we did. Like we did our blog and then we did this quarantine vibes. Initially, we wasn't actually going to do this, but yeah. people kept asking to collaborate with the podcast. We, think, we were thinking, how can we implement you know the lockdown in with it and that's what how we come up with this yeah um, that's amazing 
all you can do is just keep busy at yes. this time. You like the lockdown, what it does, it kind of slows you down and kind of like assess your life. To a degree. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, do you work? Do you have any other job or, or you do what you do for full time? Well, I'm freelancing uh, mainly. Um, I've just signed up to a company called Marvel um, Entertainment. They do um, consultancy for the likes of Rock Nation, Universal Music and everything like that. So I've come on board as their social media manager. And, nice. um, you know, now is the whole art meets culture movement where I'm looking to do more events or scheduling them for next year. Um, but yeah, those are two of my like full-time things um, as well as just consulting for a few brands as well. Yeah. What is it like being a freelancer? Do you have any difficulties? Do you have consistency consistency with like getting jobs or, you know? Um, it's It's been tough. It has its tough days because you want to get a client or work with an entity that pays you essentially, do you know what I mean? So your day-to-day is pretty cool. Um, but luckily enough, you know, me, uh, I don't want to say I'm chasing st- stuff, but me being persistent in terms of what I do, in terms of always learning new skills, um, mm. has enabled me to just make sure I get the correct jobs that I need at, at the right time. I suppose, yeah. So, And the thing is, the more you learn and the more you um, bet yourself, the more money you can request. Exactly. To the point where like so the if you're a figure and negotiate, they can't really turn it down because yeah. You're, yeah, one thousand percent. Like the world is changing, um, you know. Even now, TikTok's a thing. So I, I, I've been learning a lot about TikTok for the past two months, and learning how that works. And that world is massive. Um, so it's literally just learning and adapting at the same time. Because as soon as it's, it's the second I stop learning, is the mm. second it's done. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I always got to keep learning in social media game. So with TikTok, it's just people dancing all that. I've seen a few and videos. doing challenges and yeah. stuff. Is that all it is? Um, well, I don't really want it, so I wouldn't know. It's a lot of challenges. Um, I've seen creative people do, like, people who are doing fashion styling, they do different outfit changes on there, which is pretty cool. It's just all in the edits. Um, even the art guys, people in art, they're having fun with it now, doing different um, imagery. But that's uh, one key place, you know, that people can build. But you know it's, what is, yeah? mm-hmm. it's very similar to, like, you could do it on Instagram. You yeah. Know? Similar things. Yeah, but TikTok is just another platform you can do it on, and I think like um, like it's in the edits. Yeah. Do you get obviously I've seen some TikToks. I think what, but obviously they're younger. So yeah. obviously whatever you do. So for example, if we wanted to do like film hacks, we could potentially do film hacks in different cuts or something like that. Exactly. But then you can do on like YouTube or Instagram or anywhere else in there. Just edit, really. Just cuts, cuts, cuts. Yeah, but it's just another platform, isn't I suppose, it? To I, Instagram, I it's suppose. just a new change for everyone. I suppose. Yeah. The more the merrier. I suppose, especially if it builds your brand and you know, because the way things are changing, like and like you know what a funny thing is right now. This whole thing that's going on with George Floyd. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for social media, we would have known exactly. nothing about it. So social yeah. media is in that sense because Definitely. this guy would have been killed and no would have known. Yeah. No, 100%. Because um, I was just listening to the brilliant idiots just before you guys spoke. And, you know, they were saying, like, social, if if it wasn't for social media, this would just been like, oh, someone got killed and that's that. And it would just be mad. And everybody would just look crazy. Imagine, like, just saying that, that story to someone. Oh, but do you have footage, though? Do you have proof? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, exactly. documenting. At the same time, you know, Charlemagne said, look, it's great that we're documenting it. But at the same time, would you just want to just kick that police officer off the guy? Do you know what I mean? But everybody, it's, 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 
strange thing actually because when I was watching the video, I was getting triggered because I was thinking, wait, the person that's recording or whoever's around, yeah. kick the guy out, at least get involved, punch him, get him off the guy. Like, just do something, use your instincts because that's what I would have done if I saw that situation and the guy said, I can't breathe. Yeah. I don't care because I would have been like, no, 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 get off, get off, get off. I don't care. Yeah, just it's try very it. tough because it's like in our brains, it's like we know in our brains, police are supposed to protect us. But if mm. we attack them, they attack us. It's just, it's we, it's a weird psychological barrier that probably was in that guy's head who was filming, like, I should do something, but I'm going to show proof. Because probably at that moment, he didn't know the guy was going to die. You know what I mean? At that moment, he probably wouldn't have known. But it's it's it's, it's so tough. Like, I think it was a girl. Yeah, was a, I think it was a girl. I think it was a female. It was a female. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's just tough all around. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Yeah, it's, it's messed up, man. It's, it's, yeah. I suppose it's not something that you see on a daily. So when you do see it, you just you kind of fr- you freeze. You don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, but they're looking for him, man. They're looking mm. for him. Definitely. It's <laughs> not just him, though. It's three but, other people as well. Yeah, yeah. As well, yeah, hundred percent, man. And I heard it's not the first time that officer did something to a black man. There's been multiple other people. So yeah, loads. So yeah, that's the power of social media. It brings awareness at the same time. Definitely. So, Definitely. Depends how you use it. Yeah, 100%. Depends how you use it. But yeah, so it was great having you on, though. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the podcast or say? Um, no, I definitely appreciate you guys for having me on. Do you know what I mean? It's It's been a wild one. You know, we've been meaning to do this for a while. Um, the what yeah. we finally got here. And, you know, I appreciate you guys and your platform and, you know, and what you guys are doing. So thank, thank you so much. I mean, I know you got your podcast as well. So if you want us to ever come on your podcast, uh, just feel free to let us know. And then definitely yeah definitely um you know i definitely would like to return the favor um you know speak about what you guys are doing um overall so definitely we should definitely make that happen so yeah just for the listeners if you just want to shout out your like your socials your plugins where they can like find your work and stuff yes you can find us um on instagram at art meets culture and on the website artmeetsculture.com um, we've got a few things coming out very soon from merch, new episodes of, of the podcast and everything like that. So yeah, love to that. That's all right, man. Thank you so much. And we'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in every week, every Sunday at 5pm. You can follow us on Instagram at Fresh Media Presents, Fresh Media Productions as well, at Fresh Media Presents. That's um, our Instagram too. And also you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Deezer. Thank you so much. Pleasure.